0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. God is good. He is on the throne. And it doesn't matter what anybody thinks or says. Hallelujah. I want you to know that God is at work. God is at work. How I wish we could just spend the whole day together. (laughs) But it's not possible. Yeah, we've been talking about levels of knowledge and... uh, Today, I want to talk about what I call knowledge by doing. Okay? Knowledge by doing. <laughs> um, the reason why we we need to apply what we know. If you cannot apply what you know, you don't really know what you think you know. Am I correct? Yeah. So you go to sometimes, I mean, you, you, you know yourself, you go to school, you study, you went to varsity. After that, when you get into the, into the workplace, <laughs> you realize that you start learning. It's as if, where does what I learned fit? <laughs> Am I correct? How does it fit into all of this? So there is a level of knowledge that comes by doing. And that is why it is deception. The Bible says in James chapter 1. In James chapter 1, um, verse 22 says, But be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving yourselves. So, be doers of the word and not hearers only. So, there are, there are things that you get to know by hearing. Am I correct? Yeah, when you hear, you know on an intellectual level. And then you can press in. As you press in, you get to know. Um, you get to know at, in a, at, at a deeper level but then when you begin to do it's a whole new ball game yeah when you begin to do what you know so if you don't get to the level of doing you are still prone to deception So we must progress to a point where we begin to do what we know. It says, For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away and immediately forgets what kind of a man he was. (laughs) Can you imagine that? So, it's like saying, okay, yeah, I know this. Right? Then now it's time to go to the lab, right? And begin to do what you know. Then you say, "Uh uh-oh, What's going on here? You have forgotten what you learned. That means you didn't really know it. You heard it, but you didn't really know it. If you knew it, you would do it. Am I correct? Yeah, you would do it. So it's the same thing with the things of God. We like to know stuff, but we don't like to do stuff. Am I communicating? Yeah. We like to know stuff, but we don't like to do stuff. So the Bible is telling us here, it's not smart to do that. There is a kind of knowledge that comes when you apply the Word of God. When you begin to do the Word of God. When you begin to do what God is saying. There is a kind of knowledge. In other words, there's something. You know, we talked about how it's important for you to go beyond uh, intellect to the point of experience. Am I correct? Yeah, so it's in the place of doing that you actually experience what you know. And that brings it, if you, if you, if you go, uh, I was studying the scriptures and looking at uh, different, um, different words, looking at Hebrew, looking at Greek and all of that, and looking at different examples. And I found out that when you know something and you fully understand it, it's only then that you are able to walk in wisdom. And wisdom has to do with the skill of application. So, if you are going to be wise, you should be able to do... Are you getting my point? Yes. You should be able to do what you know. (laughs) Because if you are not able to, then... um, You are still very far. Let me show you a scripture in the book of Exodus. Let's look at Exodus chapter 36. Here you see something here. Exodus 36 from verse 1. Okay, yeah. And Bezaliel and Aholiab, and every gifted artisan in whom the Lord has put wisdom, and understanding to know how to do all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary. Shall do according to all that the Lord has commanded. Next verse. Then Moses called Bezaliel and Aholiab and every gifted artisan in whose heart the Lord had put what? Wisdom. Everyone whose heart was stirred, to come and do the work. Can you see? So when God, when, when the spirit of wisdom is working, there should be a lot of doing. There should be a lot of doing. When we're not doing, we are being Foolish. But when we begin to do, that is a demonstration of wisdom. So we see here that God actually revealed to Moses the tabernacle. He showed him the heavenly tabernacle. Okay? Showed him all the, the, um, the, the components of the tabernacle and so on. And God says to Moses, you are going to build this for me. And it's going to be exactly like you saw in heaven. It's going to be exactly as it is in heaven, so on the earth. Let your will be done on earth as it is where? In heaven. In heaven. Let your kingdom come. Right? So, so God speaks to Moses, shows Moses, reveals to Moses the details. Details. And God anointed the mind of Moses to be able to capture all the details, and he didn't forget anything. He didn't forget anything, okay? He didn't forget anything, and what happens? God now says to him, Bezaliel and Aholiam. These guys have given them the spirit of wisdom. Okay? And they are filled with understanding. And that is enabling them to know what to do. (laughs) So now, if God wants to bring heaven to the earth, Right? There is a way to do it. There is a way to do it. And every single one of us has a part to play. Are you following me? Everyone has a role to play in bringing the reality of heaven, the reality of his will, as it has been purposed in heaven, to bring it down to the earth. But to do that, you see that in, he says that the, there is need for wisdom. The Lord put wisdom and understanding. And I pray that the Lord will put wisdom and understanding into us so that we will know what to do. We will know how to do things. We will know how to bring heaven down. But it comes by doing. So don't just remain in the realm of visions. Okay? Because Moses was there in the realm of visions, but he came down and he had to now do. (laughs) Okay? Interestingly, those guys didn't have the vision. It was Moses that saw it. They didn't see it. They didn't see it. But, the spirit of wisdom. Somebody said the, the spirit of wisdom. Yeah, the spirit of wisdom is that spirit. It, I, 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 I checked the Hebrew word, and it actually has to do, it means skill of application. Skill of application. Or if you like, you can say the skill to do. skill to do. And if we are going to, if we are going to prosper in the things that God has called us to do, we must be wise. We must go beyond head knowledge to the point where we are able to see clearly and we are able to do exactly what He wants. So, what would the Lord have you do in this house? <laughs> what would He have you do? What is it that heaven is inspiring you? Uh, is yeah, inspiring you to do? What are you inspired to do by the spirit of wisdom? What 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 is God? Do? What's what's being stirred up in your heart? Because this guy, is about, the Bible says that. Um, Moses called his people and all those whose hearts the Lord had stared up. Is there any staring in your heart? Is there any staring in your heart? As you're hearing the word, as you're receiving week in, week out, what is happening inside you? Is there any staring inside you? If there is, what are you being stared to do? Remember I said, what you know, once you know something, it should begin to affect you, even inside. Am I correct? Yeah, it should begin to stir you up. It should begin to affect your emotions. It should begin to affect your feelings. It should begin to affect your actions. So, there is a kind of knowledge that comes with you actually doing it. I can imagine. Belzaliel and Aholiab, those guys have never built such a thing before. They've never built it before. You know, a lot of times they say, oh, well, you need to have experience in this and that. Where do you start from? Where do you start getting experience? It's like saying, oh, okay, this person, um, this person cannot be a good president. He has no experience. Who has got presidential experience from the beginning? Do you know any? I know. You see? Maybe, maybe some other experiences here and there that will, you know, come together and help them to be good presidents. If they have some wisdom, that will help them. <laughs> Definitely wisdom helps, Right? We see that in the life of Solomon. Solomon. In fact, talking about Solomon. Let's look at First, First Kings chapter seven. We see there, when Solomon wanted to build the temple as well, very similar, um, very similar language. First, First Kings chapter seven. From verse 13. <clears throat> it says, Now King Solomon sent and brought Huram from Tyre. He was the son of a widow from the tribe of Naphtali. And his, um, and his father was a man of Tyre. A bronze worker. Alright? Look at it. it. says, He was filled with wisdom. And What? Understanding and skill in working with all kinds of bronze work. So he came to King Solomon and did all his work. (laughs) Can you see that? Yeah. So when God wants to achieve, when God wants to bring, there's a heavenly level of excellence that needs to be done. Okay? Okay. Uh, and when something has to be done at that level, God needs someone that is filled. Okay? Not filled with self, but filled with His Spirit. And the Spirit manifests in wisdom, in understanding, and in knowledge. So we see that, that's, that this is the guy. This is, one, this is the guy that helped Solomon. They saw the temple of Solomon. They said that there was no hammer. Huh? Can you imagine? They built a whole temple. They didn't. No hammer. No chisel. Hallelujah. Talk about skill. Put everything. That's, that's, that's uh, the spirit of wisdom in operation. So, you, as you begin to do those things, as you begin to do those things, that spirit begins to manifest and you begin to know at a certain level. You begin to know the spirit of God at a certain level. You begin to know the excellence, the spirit of excellence. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. So doing is important, but you need to do it not an em- with, an empty, uh, with, with, with an empty head, no. Or no, with an empty heart, no. You need to do it filled with the Spirit. When you are full of the Spirit and you begin to do, people from all over the world travel to come and see Solomon's temple. Just like the tabernacle of Moses. Huh? When Moses had finished, the glory of God came down. Isn't it? Came down. Why? They had, they had done everything according to pattern. They had put things in order. And, I've, I, and I want to believe that God wants us to begin to put certain things in order. So that His glory can come. So that heaven can be comfortable in our midst. Yeah. So these guys, these guys were able, (laughs) this man, um, Horam, was able to execute. Mind you, the designs for the temple were given to Solomon by David. David received the designs. He wanted to build it at first. God says, no. You can't build it. Too much blood in your hands. Your son is going to build it. Solomon will build it. And Solomon comes, and we know how God asked him what he would like, and he asked for wisdom, right? And God filled him with an understanding heart, a heart of wisdom. And Solomon embarks on this project. He's got the designs, but no skill. But then he knew who to recruit. <laughs> he knew who to recruit and call called Huram or Hiram. Some some versions call him Hiram. So calls him and says, Come. And the guy comes and this guy is just loaded. He comes loaded. And they begin the project. By the time they finished, by the time they finished, the glory of God came down. Came down. It was at the dedication of the temple that Solomon offered 1,000 bulls. Yo! (laughs) Have you seen them kill one cow before? Okay, some of you are too much in the city. You don't know what we... <laughs> huh? 1,000. That's extreme. Extreme giving. <laughs> 1,000 bulls offered to the Lord. Then the Lord was so impressed. The Lord came to him at night. says, Solomon, okay, what do you want? give me wisdom. I, I, I cannot do all this. This is, my father's shoes are too big for me. Yeah. So it is even wisdom that made him to offer 1,000 bulls. It's wisdom that even made him to ask for wisdom, right? Because some of us, if we are asked, <laughs> you know what you are going to ask for. God says, gives you a blank check. What do you want? (laughs) Let's not even ask. (laughs) I know what I'll ask for. And I'll ask for what I've been asking for. Amen? There's what I've been asking for. I will ask for it. But the point is this. We miss out big time when we don't begin to do what we know. We miss the opportunity of flowing in the spirit of wisdom. We miss the opportunity of of gaining skill. There's a scripture um, in Ecclesiastes. It says, if the axe is dull, there is need for much strength. Correct? Correct? It says, but wisdom is profitable to direct. And then in some versions it says, skill brings success. That skill is wisdom. And skill, you cannot be skilled without doing. Do you agree? Yes, you cannot be skilled without doing. So, some people go, they study. Do you know the reason why, one of the reasons why um, we are having challenges today with our educational system is that we have a lot of theory, very little practice. Am I correct? Some years ago, they, 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 they stopped training artisans, <laughs> they, they closed all the. Um, in fact, teacher training colleges, they closed them. Yes? Was that a smart move? We are reaping the benefits. We are reaping. So now people are not being trained. People, people are just full of head knowledge. Yeah, big heads. <laughs> because the more you accumulate, it, it gets some time. You start feeling dizzy with so much knowledge. <laughs> You start feeling dizzy. But when you begin to do, then you now begin to see what, there are some things you know that are not relevant. You discard them. Now, because you are doing, you know what is applicable. You know what is necessary. But when you don't do, you are still in a world of whatever. And the sad thing is that it is happening Spiritually. It is happening spiritually. People are just loading themselves with knowledge but are not doing anything. So then they end up not knowing anything. (laughs) So there is, there is the knowledge that comes by doing. And apart from that, you see, There is an aspect of God you will never know if you don't do. Let's look at some scriptures. Look at uh, Deuteronomy chapter 5. Deuteronomy chapter 5. Read verse 29. Oh, okay, that's that scripture. Yeah, Ecclesiastes 10.10. If the axe is dull and its edge unsharpened, more strength is needed, but skill will bring success. But if you put that in the in the uh, King James version, you see that um, in the place of skill, it says wisdom. Okay, you see there. If the iron be blunt. Honey he do <laughs> he do not wet the edge. Then must he put to more strength. But wisdom is profitable to direct. There's no version like King James, I'm telling you. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Deuteronomy five twenty nine. 529. It says, Oh, that there were such, that there was such a heart in them that they would fear me and always keep all my commandments. Remember, the fear of the Lord is linked to knowledge and wisdom. Correct? So if you know God, you will fear Him. Correct? If you don't know Him, You won't fear him. All right. So, that that there will be a heart in them that they would fear me and always keep all my commandments. That it might be well with them and with their children forever. Can you see that? So, when you do God's commandments, you begin to know. The goodness of God. (laughs) Can you see it there? Yeah. Why? That it might be well with them. So, if you don't do, if we don't do, will it be well? It says that it might be well with them and with their children forever. So there is an aspect of God you will never know if you don't do. So apart from you acquiring skill by doing, right? There is a revelation of God that will come when you do. So you fear the Lord, the beginning of wisdom, the beginning of knowledge, fear of the Lord. Okay, what does it lead to? It leads to you doing. All right? And when you do, it leads to you experiencing the goodness of God. Ah, pastor, is that not legalism? What about grace? Where does grace fit in? Well, the thing about grace is this. It will it give you general benefits. But there are some specific benefits <laughs> that you will still need <laughs> to go beyond in order to experience God. There are certain experiences of God, right? There are certain experiences of God that are available to everyone. Okay? But then, as you begin to walk with God, as you begin to walk with God, as you begin to please Him, He begins to show you some things. I'm telling you. Abraham walked with grace. I mean, he, it was, Abraham did not operate under the law, he operated under, under the grace of God. Because there was no law during the time of Abraham, remember? There was no law. He operated under grace. But then God tested him. Abraham, <laughs> give me your son. <laughs> You're one and only. What if Abraham disobeyed? He obeyed, and the Lord said, Now I know <laughs> that you fear me. Okay? Now I know that you fear me. Why? When you fear God, you will obey Him. You will do. When you fear God, you will do. And when you do, there are, you, there are certain experiences. There are certain things that God will, will open up to you when you do. And let's not fool ourselves. Obedience pays. It pays to be obedient. It, 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 it doesn't pay to be disobedient. Hallelujah. Okay, let's look at another scripture. And then we will, we will round up. Um, Deuteronomy. We're still in Deuteronomy. Let's look at uh, chapter 20, 28. We know that scripture very well. Deuteronomy 28 from verse 1. Victory Weekend, we touch on these things. Now it shall come to pass if you will diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. Right? To observe carefully all His commandments which I command you today. That the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. One of the things, if you study your Bible, you find that there is no blessing that is unconditional. Every blessing in the Scriptures, there is a condition. There is a condition attached to it. So there is an instruction attached to every blessing. So, when you, if you want God to do something, God says, okay, do this. Sometimes God can tell you, give this up. And it might not be, you know, it might not be a sin, but God will just say, I want this. If you want this, do this. <laughs> you can't tell God, God, now you're being legalistic now. No. There are things I had to give up. Lord. No, you have to give this up. If you're going to walk with me, give this up. And I had to. And there's nothing wrong with what I was doing, no. Or where I was going. (laughs) I'll put it that way. Yeah. So, he says, yeah, if you will diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. Now, you, th- you, you say you are walking with God. God will speak. Correct? You will hear God as you walk with Him. As you continue to follow Him, you begin to hear Him. What are you going to do with what you hear? He says, if you will obey. If you will obey. If you will do. If you will apply. There is something you are going to know about Him. He says He will set you high above all nations of the earth. Verse 2. Look at verse 2. He says, And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Why? Come on. I can't hear you. Okay. Because you obey The voice of the Lord your God. There are blessings that are still hanging because our obedience is not complete. That is the truth. And this concerns every one of us. We have not entered into the fullness of blessing yet. We're praying for heaven on earth. <laughs> you know heaven is so blessed. Yeah, heaven is a blessed place. So if you begin to experience heaven on earth, that means you begin to operate at the level that those guys operate. And we're not there yet. So there are still some instructions we need to obey. There's still... <laughs> Some uh, steps we need to take. Don't you want blessings to overtake you? Yeah, I I, I don't mind, honestly. I don't know about you, but... (laughs) I don't mind. But I know again, it has to do with us doing some things. That's why if you look at Joshua chapter 1, Joshua chapter 1, from verse 7, in Joshua chapter one verse seven, the Lord is speaking to Joshua, he says, "Only be very strong and courageous that you may observe, to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left. Why? Talk to me. I can't hear you. Okay, that you may prosper wherever you go. Come on, Lord. Why do I have to do something in order to prosper wherever I go? So God wants everything you touch to turn to gold. But he says there are things that need to be done. Things that need to be done. Some of us are going to be so blessed that you will be suspects. No, I'm serious. Yeah, you'll be you will be investigated. How can you be? Yeah, how can you be so 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 <laughs> so blessed? Investigate you. I have a friend like that. His bank manager called him. He says. Can you explain? (laughs) That's a good one, eh? What is happening? And we see it's coming from everywhere into this account. Explain, explain. How? It's not money laundering. No, it's legitimate. Legitimate. So, the Lord says that he's telling Joshua you will prosper wherever you go. Then look at verse 8 now, which is very popular. He says, "This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, huh? That you may do what? Observe to to do on the line do. Observe to do. Because we think that we just need to meditate and not do anything. That's why we miss it. Just meditate, meditate, meditate. But you don't, you don't do anything. You don't apply. It's not complete. We have to do. Hallelujah. We have to do according to all that is written. Not a little bit. Not Do according to what is convenient. Not do according to what I like. No, no, no. Not do according to my preference. Do according to all that is written. Do according to all that is written. Is it written? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, the Great Commission. Go make disciples. Yeah, is it written? Let's go do it. Let's do it. Start from somewhere. No matter how little. Just do something. Touch someone and say, do something. Just do something. Do something. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. The reason why we're not succeeding is because we're not doing. I'm telling you. So we don't know the God of success. We don't know the, you know, we don't know the blessings of God. Because we're not doing. There's knowledge that comes from doing. What do you need to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Receiving all this word, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I think this church should be the most blessed church. (laughs) Yeah, we should. Why? Because there's so much to do. There's still the opportunity to do. The time will come that we won't have time for, <laughs> because people will just be, they are busy applying the word on a consistent basis. I want to, I want to hear those testimonies, please, please. Don't deprive me. Huh? Let's do. Let's do. Are we ready to do? Are we committing to do? So you don't want just to be, to have your head full of knowledge. You're not inspired. You're not doing anything. You're not, you're not motivated to do anything. You, you, you better be. better be. Because when you do, then you know. When you know, then you do. You know? Yeah, that's how it works. If you know, you do. If you do, you know better. So what you knew before you did, when you do, you know better what you knew before you did. (laughs) So that's how you grow in knowledge. You grow in experience. And you begin to, things that people struggle with just begin to come with ease. Why? You are doing. And you know what? When you do, you actually receive more grace. Because when you do, the power in that word that you are applying begins to manifest in your life. So you get more grace to do. But many people don't want to do because they are waiting for one supernatural um, prompting, you know, or whatever experience that would tell them to. That they have received the grace to do something. When when the word comes, the word comes with grace. It comes with grace. And when you start doing it, the grace continues to enable you. It empowers you. It it becomes the motto behind your activity. That's why you see that when when you study church history, you are amazed at some of the people, how people were able to achieve the things they achieved. Where did they get all this drive from? It came from doing. From applying what they know. Hallelujah. Well, people, uh, I want us to pray for ourselves, really. Pray for ourselves. We we don't want to be deceived. Do you want to be deceived? We want to be a hearer of the word and not a doer. It's Pastor Grace that says that if you, hear the word, if you hear the Word and you don't do something within 48 hours, you, you can lose it. <laughs> so whenever she hears something, she's, she's, she's writing down the next action point. <laughs> Every time. I remember, you know, sometimes after, after the message... She sits down with her husband. She says, okay, now, uh, now that you've preached this, this, this these are the points I have. We need, to, we need to do this. 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 Why? Because the word has come. Because the word has come. But many other people hear the same word. That was great. That was powerful. Come on. Powerful word, my Lord. Life-changing. Come on. Hmm? Life-changing word. Deep. That is deep. (laughs) But then, the smart ones are like, this is what I will do. This is what I will do with what I'm receiving. And they begin to action it. And you know what? They begin to grow. They see God's hand more and more and more. May God make you wiser. Hallelujah. May God grant you the skill of application. Just like Bezaliel and Aholiab. They were full of the spirit of wisdom, of understanding, and of knowledge you will also be full. When you hear the word, you will link heaven to the earth and you will be able to apply it in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Come on, let's pray. Oh, heavenly Father. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.